Welcome to the Audiobook Loving Podcast, discussing all things audiobooks, the narrators that perform them, and the authors that write the stories, including a special series with narrator Shane East. The Audiobook Loving Podcast is brought to you by Viviana in Chapters of Books. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 16 of the Audiobook Loving Podcast. Today, Shane and I are catching up and playing this or that, so that's going to be fun. Uh, last Facebook was back in January, so we have a little bit to talk about. Um, and I know the world's crazy right now, but we're going to keep it light and fun. So hi, Shane. Hello. Nice to be here again. Yeah. How's it going? Uh, it's fine, actually. Um, mm-hmm. Life's not that... I know it's very strange in lots of ways for lots of people, but um, it's uh, it's not that much different <laughs> for us uh, who work in isolation. I know some other narrators have said that on yeah. Twitter. So, and we've all been busy. So, um, so yeah. Other than not, you know, heading out to go out and do things out and about in the evenings, which you know gets me out of this. Whatever, my little cabin in the woods, if you want to call it, in LA. Um, <laughs> you know, that's the only thing. And not being able to go to the gym, I have to do workouts on the porch, which I've not gotten into very well, but I'm trying. Yeah. Because, yeah, because otherwise I just sit, you know, I sit in a box all day. So, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I was always like, my evenings were, you know, I always try and do something. But I will say on the positive side that uh, bike rides have been great around Los Angeles. They've been <laughs> awesome. The road. Yeah, because no one, no one's out. So, you know, and you don't come into contact with anyone really anyway. So you just sort of, I've been doing those or 15 mile bike rides. So that's, that's different to my regime uh, or my regiment. Um, uh, but yeah, but other than that, it's pretty, it's pretty good. I've kind of, I've settled into it. Everyone I know is doing fine. Everyone's all right. Uh, yeah. So, um, so we're kind of just getting on with it really. And now May 15th is our, is our uh, get-out-of-jail-card date. I don't know if that's going to stay or if it'll be later than that, but who knows? I have lots of stuff on the cards until through to June. So, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I'll either, <laughs> We're busy. I'll we have be stuff out. to do. <laughs> yeah, we're being kept very busy. So, And yeah. not, more stuff's come up, I think, because of this, because I know, although I know some narrators have now got their home booths going, some who didn't, mm-hmm. you know, some popular people who, kind of always recorded outside so yeah everyone's, yeah a lot of them there yeah everyone's kind of getting in getting stuck in and adjusting to to it which in the long run will be good for, for everyone i think involved in our business anyway i'm not talking about anyone else just saying it's told having to be online and all of that stuff and people having more on studio is just it's only a good thing i think so yeah, yeah, because you'll be able to get more projects in, and you'll be able to do some of those things that you don't have to hold off to schedule something outside. Yeah, um, and then also there's this also I think pushed some. Uh, I was reading something the other day. Some pushed publishers. I'm now working for certain publishers who were very. Um, they wanted you to go to their uh, to their studios. To their studios. So they've obviously can't do that. So they're now kind of working with you from home and having a director patch in and stuff, and that's things. Um, I don't think they were as open to before. And now, you know, obviously something like this necessitates. So, which is, which again is a good thing. Cause I, uh, mm-hmm. I used to wonder about that. I was like, Oh, I don't really, it's real, not really great for the schedule to have to go into the studio. Although it is nice to go and see people, but at the same time, it's nice to have the option. So it's opened up that avenue. I think with people who didn't really think that was something they wanted to do publishers who didn't, Maybe we're concerned about the quality or, you know what I mean? Like they oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. didn't think there was going to be good enough. And I think they've realized that it's just as great um, from people's professional home studios. And so that's mm-hmm. an option. So again, that's always good. It's nice to go there if you can, but if you can't, then I think that opens up another avenue for us where we can actually work with them directly still. I yeah. think that's just us human beings. And, you know, there's a lot of negatives about this whole thing, but, you know, which we all know all of the negatives about what's going on. Right. But, like, there are some positives, and that's one of them. Because I think, you know, I've read books on that. Like, well, you know, human nature, it's sort of, it always, we'll put up with things as they are because we prefer that comfort zone because we know it until, mm-hmm. you know. And then there, is, there are more entrepreneurial types who move ahead faster and do other things. Um, but you know, as a bulk human beings kind of like to be in a bit more of a comfort zone. And I think this, until something happens that means like you have to 
do something about it, which then they do, and then we all, you know, move forward. So, uh, so I think, yeah, in the positive aspect, that's helped, and I hope it does stick a bit more when it's done because it's so much nicer with cleaner air in Los Angeles and people not ha- people not having to commute. I mean, they must love that bit of it. Some people are just working from home now, don't have to spend an hour mm-hmm. and a half in the car every day. So yeah. So and it's better for the planet. So that's you know. That's the other yeah. thing. Yeah, it's been fun seeing all those videos where we actually get to see, you know, the, the mountains that usually we don't before, and, and there's dolphins in, in the canals in, in Venice. It's just, uh, it's been nice yeah. to see all that stuff. So, like, see, you don't have to do all this stuff, do we now? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, environmentally, there's a, there is that way to move mm-hmm. forward that people have been trying to get us to do. And so, as a collective, maybe now we can, you know, go that way more. Because it's much better for us as well as animals and the planet and everything. And that ends my Greenpeace statement for the day. That's, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I know that we're probably with, with staying home mm. with um, everything going on. I'm sure there's a lot more cooking happening at home. Oh, what a segue. Going out and stuff like that. <laughs> nice, huh? I did good there, didn't I? Um, what a segue. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. But yeah, it's like, I like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Great Thanks, morning television. Ah, see? <laughs> uh, yes. lots. I'm getting more practice in, so this is fun. <laughs> well, it's funny because on, on Twitter, we um, I've seen some of the comments, and sometimes you're tagged, sometimes you're not. And in your Twitter feed and also in your bio for your website and stuff that when you've been my guest on your bio, it says that you like to cook. Mm. And so yeah. normally when we're in a conversation, like if we're in person and we're meeting someone for the first time and that comes up, the next question is, oh, but what do you like to cook? What do you like to cook? <laughs> you know? And we, we haven't yeah. gotten there with you yet, exactly. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> not in a typical environment um, no. in general with you guys. So it's, um, it's come up where like, oh, I wonder what he actually does like to cook. I do love to cook. I do love to cook. I mean, I don't, that's the funny thing. Um, I don't have like specific recipes. Like I I don't bake. Uh, I just, I just know how to sling things together in the kitchen. So I will say, okay. So, cause I don't want to boil on like, you know, what I made for breakfast. Um, (laughs) but I do like, um, there are three things that you should have in the kitchen. That's, that's what I will say is like really excellent olive oil. And I managed to get mine from the farmer's market in LA, which I know isn't available to everybody. And it comes straight from the farm. And so I buy in bulk at the beginning of the year when they've just done their harvest. Um, and then I use that in everything really not to cook with, but more like for dressings and stuff. And you have to use something like that. And Oh, and if olive oil, if it hits the back of your, back of your throat with that like peppery thing have you ever had that yeah then that means it's really good like that's like it's a high i think it's polyphenols or something there's one of those antioxidants that is you know it's supposed to be really good for you so it's got a lot of that in so anyway so i use one of those it tastes really peppery it's like really strong and then malden sea salt you can get it smoked or unsmoked but those are two sea like salts that i use with fresh lemon um and that's literally like I use pretty much use that to dress everything. Um, and then you should always have dried basil, sage, uh, uh, smoked paprika is good too. Um, and black pepper, obviously. Um, and literally, uh, that is what I like. I'll cook whatever with that. Like I always cook some greens. I always, I use a mandolin a lot. You know what I mean? My friend didn't yeah. know what I said the other day. I said mandolin. He's like, what? What the fuck's that? Um, so I cut, I cut a lot of vegetables with that, like, um, shallots and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and even tomatoes, like good, like vine tomatoes, you kind of slice them. It just releases the flavor, um, really well. Um, and then I just put all different things together. I'll, you know, I use a spiralizer for summer squash for yellow squash and I'll put that in with, you know, some shallots or shallots whichever way you say it i don't know what's the american way to say it shallots 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 i was listening to you till you're going your basil and your you know your your i know all your ingredients and i'm like <laughs> cooking is one place cooking is one place where the names are all a bit gone a bit mm-hmm. tits up with us uh, you and us it's like mm-hmm. courgette zucchini all of these things uh, basil basil 
Anyway, um, what was I saying? So I use a spiralizer and I do that a lot. I like, like yellow squash I'll do, or you can do courgette, aka zucchini, um, and throw that in with like with some greens and some shallots. shallots. I can't say the words now. I'm mixing it's fine, the two. You're fine. I like how you say it, so don't <laughs> worry. <laughs> shallots, sometimes a bit garlic. Uh, and then I usually often throw that together in some kind. I like saute a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my only other tip, because I'm going to move on from cooking, because I'm really not, I'm not, who's that one? Rachel Ray, is that the cooking host? Yeah, yeah I'm not them, Rachel yeah. Ray. I like cannot explain cooking very well. Um, and I just taste things a lot. Like I throw a bit in and then I'll taste it and then I'll go back. Um, but chicken, if you're doing chicken, <laughs> sounds so weird. How the fuck did I end up speaking about this? Um, if you're doing chicken, I always do chicken breast and then you have to like flatten it with a mallet Mm -hmm. like one of those hammer things um and then uh i i use avocado oil because if you um if you heat stuff like on high or medium to high or bake it in the oven i always use avocado then use olive oil um anyway so i do that and then you should put brown rice flour if you're gluten-free you can use just regular flour otherwise uh and you you roll the chicken in that and then pan fry it with all your herbs and stuff Mm-hmm. And then that's the best way to do like a chicken breast or diced chicken, whatever you got to do. You got to do a bit of the oil first and then do the brown rice flour, get it all coated and then saute it. I swear to God, that's the best way to do chicken. So that's my one Rachel way, Rachel Ray. Uh, hint for the day. <laughs> that's it. That's all I've, I've got. I'm speaking so fast about cooking because I'm terrible at explaining it. Um, no, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm trying to get it all, get all the information in. Yeah. Um, so you pan fry um, your chicken. I pan fry a lot of stuff. Mm. I saute a lot yeah. of stuff. Um, yeah. And I just mix it all up. Yeah. The chicken, I used to do it in the oven. I used to do the whole thing where you're supposed to um, soak it in, you sort of brine it. So you soak it in some salt water for like mm-hmm. 15 minutes or so and then dry it off and then, you know, put a little bit of oil on it and then put it in the oven. And that was hit and miss. Like sometimes it'd be great and then other times, because that's the worst thing. It's like dry chicken. Um, mm-hmm. And then you're always worried about, my mum uh, raised me to, we were always worried about not cooking chicken well enough because of, mm-hmm. you know, salmonella and all of that yeah. stuff. That was uh, my generation. So we grew up with tough chicken, <laughs> which is not the nicest. No, no offense, mum, but it was often quite tough. Um, so that's the other thing. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so then I started pan frying it. I think a Spanish friend did that once for me, and I was like, "That's mm-hmm. really good." Uh, and then yeah, so and then that simple. That's literally like I do that a lot and make something to go with it, whether it's those veggies or roast carrots in the oven with some like salt, pepper, and chipotle. You can get chipotle seasoning. Put that on some mm-hmm. carrots, roast them, um, and that's it. That's all. That's all the cooking I've got for today. <laughs> <laughs> it's very healthy in a lot of in in with the ingredients and yeah yeah i do t- i guess that's why i say i love to cook because i don't really make anything out of a packet uh and a lot of that just come be- came from not feeling um great like years back like just had like you know and found out i was allergic to certain things but um so a lot of that came from that like because you can't i can't control what's in um, packeted stuff or packaged yeah. stuff. So uh, when I was still trying to figure out what the on earth was going on, um, I just started cooking a lot for myself and throwing things together and all of that because then I knew. And that's where the whole look, like uh, good olive oil, lemon juice, and really good sea salt came together. And I was like, oh, this makes everything taste fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's it. So yeah, I guess it is pretty healthy. But I have a sweet tooth, mm-hmm. so I do like that. Yeah, but you don't, you don't bake. No, I can't bake it. I've tried it. Yeah. I've tried it once. I don't really like it. And uh, It's more exact. Yeah, you have to measure every... I can't... No, I don't measure it. That's why I'm, <laughs> when you ask me about a recipe, I'm like, a bit of this, a bit of that, throw it in, taste it, I don't know, saute that, throw those in. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> baking is just... I've tried it. I tried to make a pumpkin thing once for a Halloween. Uh, mm-hmm. Not Halloween, sorry. Um, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Friends, thanks, like a Friendsgiving thing. Yeah. Uh, and it tasted quite nice, but it looked like a, a lump of poo on the plate. I was like, that's, <laughs> that's not attractive, is it? It, it didn't rise. It didn't, didn't do all the things that they're supposed to do. Um, mm-hmm. 
although the ingredients were, you know, when I tasted, I was like, oh, it actually tastes quite nice, but um, I don't mm-hmm. think I, I don't think I took it with me in the end. I was like, that's not. I mean, it's just not presentable. <laughs> <laughs> you can put pig on a lipstick, but that one was there was that was no saving that one. So I think after that, uh, I gave. I must I must take after my mum because she used to. She tried baking for years, and then in the end, she just went fuck it. She said, I can't. She said, it never looks like it does in the book. <laughs> she said, the things don't rise, they don't brown, they don't look this and that. And so I remember her having a freak out, and then she was just like, we'll, we'll just buy cakes from Marks and Spencer's from now on. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's what we did. Even though we told her, we were like, it tastes really nice. We like the taste of it. But I think she was, so I get it from her, it must be. We, just, we don't have the baking gene, but we can cook. We can throw stuff together and make dinner. Yeah, there's always like almost like two types of people. Either the ones that just do the more of the savory cooking, and then mm-hmm. those that like to do the baking because it's this, it's very scientific when it comes down to breaking down the recipes or doubling things. And I have allergies in math, and so I don't do a whole lot of that. I tend to stick straight to what the recipe is, or you know, just duplicate it by what it already says versus doing the math. I do more savory, right. but uh, mm-hmm. but the baking for me is relaxing. So when I'm stressed oh. out, sometimes I'll, I'll do a, a you know, cheesecake or I'll do a, I think I was going to do, oh, oh, like, shit, what was the hell was I going to do? Pumpkin, no, cupcakes or those little pop cakes. Uh-huh. Um, those little round, very sugary ones. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about doing that. And then I remember there's dishes to have to be done afterwards. And then I'm like, I'm good. Um, <laughs> But yeah. so you say, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I find, I'm saying I just agree. I find cooking uh, therapeutic. I do. Mm-hmm. I, or just calm it. Like I just, I like doing it. It just, I don't like, like making dinner and stuff and it's, it is calm, calming. Mm-hmm. And so just cause you concentrate on that one thing and maybe I have yeah. some music in the background or I'm listening to it. Or, yeah. It kind of is, it's a nice zone to be in. I quite enjoy that part of it. But yeah, uh, yeah baking doesn't hold that for me. Uh, so you can, you can <laughs> do the cakes. Yeah, I'll bring dessert next time I go over. Then, if anything, you can do there the cooking. I'll bring the dessert. <laughs> there you go, win-win. <laughs> yep. So now I have this vision of you cooking um, with the music in the background and probably having a drink of some sort as you're talking <laughs> stuff. <laughs> What's that supposed? How dare you? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> now I'm what kind of insinuation is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, now I'm kind of curious as to what drink that would be. I know that you drink uh, different types of stuff. So. Oh uh, yeah, we. I don't know. Well, this whole quarantine thing is like brought on cocktail hour. I never used to. Mm-hmm. I used to drink. You know, I like. I do like having a drink, but more socially. So then now you can't go anywhere and be social and have a drink. So it's like, oh, okay. So yeah, I tend to. I have definitely up that, especially the first few weeks. I was like, oh, I, okay. Well, it's you know seven p.m. Might as well have a cocktail, make dinner um, mm-hmm. as entertainment. Um, but yeah, I still like. I like my wine but i do like i like vodka really just mm-hmm. kind of vodka with whatever i can sort of find i like tonic vodka tonic's good uh and then it changes it goes like i'll go into for bourbon for a bit but at the minute i'm on vodka so that's it <laughs> but not a lot <laughs> not a lot but i'm not like no, no, no. drunk yeah. rolling around this house oh, no. <laughs> that's not the image i was envisioning <laughs> i was just literally like seeing like with the cup, the, the spatula on one end, and then just kind of like <laughs> listening to the music bobbing back and forth as you're, you know, stir frying something. Um, <laughs> <laughs> However you want to envision. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, it's, uh, you know, for those that like to cook and stuff, and plus, of course, movies, that's the, exactly what every movie looks like when the guy's cooking. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. So. And then when he thinks no one's watching, he starts moving the hips a little bit more. But again, those are all movies um you wouldn't do that at all um <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna go into what i do in my <laughs> there are limits yeah. to what i will divulge of course, but, uh, exactly so yeah. yeah but no i have a i'm i'm fine i'm having a good time having a cocktail and that and cooking mm-hmm. at the minute and catching up on a lot of telly i guess because yeah. don't do it as much uh normally so yeah, that's my cooking and my cocktail section <laughs> for today's program. You've been really busy with working and stuff. Can mm. you share some of the stuff that you've been working on? I can. I have a list here, actually, because I'm always so ill-prepared for your question on that. <laughs> uh, and so I actually spent the time and wrote it down. Um, 
so yeah so and i was looking it's interesting because how some stuff comes out and doesn't come out but um promised nights is out with which i did for louise bay um which i did a, a while back actually um mm-hmm. and i so that's been in the ether for ages and so that's just come out um and then there's another the Kate, caitlin and the highlander series highlander series that i do um mm-hmm. book six is out and i've also already recorded seven and eight which is uh it's the diana knightley series where i'm very very scottish it's sort of like <laughs> outlander-esque traveling through time and stuff um and then on the scottish theme anna duran's one lethal in a, lethal in a kilt can't speak today i think my tongue fell asleep <laughs> Um, <laughs> when I'm off the mic, when I'm not professionally working, I'm terrible. Um, so Lethal in a Kill, which I think a lot of people know about because me and Emma mm-hmm. Wilder did that one and that's out now. And I'm also actually recording tomorrow, um, a little novella called One Hot Chance with Vanessa Edwin for Anna Durand, which is another sort of mini series she's doing. I'm not really sure how she's, um, marketing that, but she's doing that. And then next month we're doing another one in that sort of, um, little series um so that's on its way i did another lily archer there's an omega academy we did the first book um that's been out for a while with Mackenzie cartwright jason clark and damon lee and now the Mm -hmm. second one we just recorded uh i think at the end of last month we all recorded Mm -hmm. our bits for that so i think it's called the circle but it's like omega academy stuff from lily archer so the next ones should be on its way in the next month or two I think everyone knows uh, Nana Malone's one's out, Big Ben. Or is it out yet or is it on pre-order still? It's pre-order until the 21st. Mm. Okay. So I think um, I think people will like that. Um, and that was me and um, a narrator called Mari, who I hadn't worked with before. Um, but she mm-hmm. sounds great. So that will be interesting. I don't know if you've come across her. No, first of me. No. I'm like, ooh, in a single name too. One namer. I know. know. <laughs> it's like Cher. <laughs> Or something, yeah. you know. <laughs> Madonna starring mm-hmm. Mari. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, interesting. Um, but yeah, she sounds great, and I, I listen to s- some of her other stuff as well. Um, so that's on its way. And then in that zone, um, I did last year. We uh, tons of us did a, a thing for um, Blunder Woman Productions, which is called uh, Filthy. Um, mm-hmm. Did you listen to that? It was a bunch of little mini stories. I think all your favorites um, are on there. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you assuming they're my favorites? Or like all the favorites, like or everyone that anyone ever, <laughs> any blokes that anyone ever speaks about. Are, are yeah, on no, that I, anthology. No, 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 no. I was going to be like, hey, what are you insinuating? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, though, but that's fine. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was one called Filthy last year. Yes. Um, and then there's another one coming out called Quickies. Um, and then that I did a story there. I did two stories, one for Corinne Michaels, which was just me. And then I did, uh, one for Nana Malone, which was sort of a side story from the big Ben, one of the, the character connected with that, that, uh, she had a short story for, um, and that was me and Emma Wilder again. We did that for that anthology. So that'll be on its way. And I can't tell you when these things are coming because, audible and release dates are all over the place at the minute i believe yep. so yes it's yes. hard to people are submitting and it's taking a long time so um just i'm if i'm vague it's because none of us really are quite sure because uh, of that process so there's that i just did another kim lorraine duet called midnight prince i think some of you saw uh, mm-hmm. some people saw a little preview of just me recording in the booth of that uh with stella hunter who's uh, a newer narrator so that's that should be interesting um that was good it's very kim lorraine uh paranormal um your sort of <laughs> vampire i don't want to say sexy vampire but you know what i'm saying he's supposed to be <laughs> that type bad and brooding um yeah <laughs> yeah i'll, I'll say it. bad brooding and sexy i'll say mm. it. bad brooding and sexy yeah, yeah a vampire and then um <laughs> Which I love playing vampires, so that's great. I get into that whole thing. And then I also did another duet. It's been duet season, it seems. One mm-hmm. called, uh, do you know Kira's, oh, no, sorry, K.K. Allen? You know that author? I've I seen the name, yeah, I've seen the name here and there a little bit. 
Yeah. I haven't read anything. It's, it's, I've, I'm Australian in it. I think I wrote that on Twitter that I was being Aussie for a few days. Um, so, and it's called Trouble with Gravity or The Trouble with Gravity. Um, and it's a duet one with Kira Stevens. So, um, I'm not sure when that's coming out, but we have recorded that. So, um, and it's kind of one of those, I think it's one of those frenemy kind of, is it? I don't know the trope names very well. You have to forgive me. Lauren Blakely's always great. She throws all those things out, but um, <laughs> one of those kind of ones where they hate each other and then, you know, and he's kind of an asshole. Uh, and then, <laughs> which I seem to have had a few of lately, where it's like, he's a right arsehole. Uh, yeah. He's an arsehole to the female lead. And, and yet, then, yeah, they kind of, yeah, it all yes. comes together. She figures it out that it's okay. <laughs> or he yeah, realizes no. that he shouldn't be that way and poof, there's a story. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting trope for me because mm-hmm. being a bloke, I find it interesting where I just be like, oh, fuck off. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I always, once I read the whole story, I get that. But the idea at the beginning sometimes when I, I start to read them to begin with and uh, think, wow, guys, like what a wanker. Like I'm surprised... Mm-hmm. He got he got a second chance, but then I yeah. guess it's, it's normally written that the sexual attraction is so strong, and then you know he's uh, he realizes what a knobby's being mm-hmm. <laughs> and change, <laughs> yeah. changes his ways. So that's coming out. So that's one of those. Um, I did another one. I've done a bunch with Vanessa Edwin. Um, do you know Crystal Caswell? I didn't know. Yeah, a lot of these are newer people to me as well. Uh, so me and Vanessa did uh, a book for her called Dirty Desires, which I'm not sure when that's coming out because I think she's postponed the release a bit because of all the stuff that's going on right now. But um, we've recorded it, so it's all there. Um, and then have you heard of uh, Rinna Kent? R-I-N-A, Rinna Kent. Um, so I'm working on a series called Royal Elite, which is duet style as well. Um, which is in the bully romance genre. Have you heard of this? I'd never heard of this until it was proposed oh, to me. That? I think she caught some, I think the producer called it a bully romance, or I might have got that wrong. Does that make sense? Hmm. No. Um, <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't be surprised as to all these new tropes that might be coming out, but you know, if the guy's a, a bully to the girl, kind of, yeah. Like, cause I was a bit, I was a bit unsure at first cause I don't like anything that sounds like it might be, you know, um, non consensual, yeah, um, yeah. not into that. But like when I, uh, the, the producer sort of read through it and she was like, no, 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 it's fine. It's again, it's, a, I guess it's along those, those lines of, um, the first book especially is along the lines of he's, uh, he kind of sneaks into her life, but he's a real, he is a bully. He's a real arsehole. And they're young. They're youngest, more sort of college age. Mm-hmm. Um, because he has a sort of a vendetta underneath it, which you learn about later. There's like a lot of things going on. Um, but yeah, but then there's the sort of sexual attraction between the two. So uh, the way it's developed is very clever. Um, I really like it. Um, but at first, yeah, I was a bit, I was like, what does that even mean? Uh, but again, it's a, like that kind of enemies to, to lovers, but, uh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, I'd say it's a bit more dark than, uh, a lot of the other stuff. Um, I, yeah. I do. Well, they can't flat but, out uh, call but, the asshole trope, you know, so the bully trope <laughs> sounds better. <laughs> or, you know, oh, look, the dick proc, and like, you know, it's not going to come across well, that way either. It's interesting, know? isn't it? It's like, cause I'm also, you know, I'm doing, um, Laurelyn Page's next Slay book, which is along the same lines, but the characters are older, where it's sort of... Uh, I, I didn't do the first book because that was just from the female POV, but the Slay series was... Um, uh, it is, he sort of, I think in the... You know, there, there's something very dark underneath it that he was actually trying to be kind of evil and vindictive. And then mm-hmm. they've ended up, you know, falling in love. So... Yeah. And she t- tends to write darker stuff anyway doesn't she i believe oh, yeah. all the stuff i've worked on um with her can be a bit darker um so again i say i guess it's along those same lines um as the royal elite stuff that i've been doing but that royal elite series as a whole we're doing those throughout the year like there's i think there's a there's a bunch of like five or six of them so they'll be coming out i know some listeners like to wait for everything so that mm-hmm. might not be <laughs> they might want to wait um but, uh, and then I also did one I really liked. I did Hate You. It was called by Tracy Lorraine. I don't know if you know Tracy Lorraine. Nope. She must be British because it was written 
with British spellings. Um, uh, but yeah, it was, um, I'm doing that with Kylie Stewart. Again, that was duet, um, all set in London. Um, so it's all London lads. Um, and again, another one of the, <laughs> it's like asshole season for me, uh, <laughs> where he's a bit of an asshole to start with. Uh, but various reasons, again, for his own hangups and stuff. And she represents things to him. And then she ends up working for him in this, uh, tattoo shop that he owns. Um, Anyway, and then it kind of develops from there. But I really, I really enjoyed that. I did that um, a few weeks back, um, and I think I also enjoyed it because I got to be uh, a Londoner, proper London. All the characters were very London, um, so it's nice because I've had I've had quite a lot of all sorts at the minute: Australian, Irish, Scottish, <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I just got asked to do one to squeeze one in this month by. I think you say her name Magan Vernon because it's M A G A N. I I don't know her particularly. Called Aired Lines, Aired as in to be the heir to the throne, um, which I think she just uh, she put on Twitter yesterday that she was thrilled I was doing it. Um, but yeah, I don't know anything about it other than I think I'm a royal, judging from the <laughs> title. But um, I'm doing it for a producer. Uh, get on really well with so. I am squeezing that one in, uh, and we'll see. But I think that's along the royal kind of theme. Um, so, and I know a lot of listeners like that theme particularly. Um, yeah, and coming up again, it kind of goes in waves about the genres that people like. And yeah, we're kind of itching for more royals. Back to royal. Because <laughs> <laughs> Harry buggered off because he went to Canada. Yeah, exactly. We're like next. Maybe. <laughs> somebody else <laughs> uh yeah it's interesting i guess yeah actually going down the list so i realize it's quite it's quite it's been quite a lot of uh, yeah different stuff going on um and nice and then of course um i've got stuff for lauren coming up i'm doing dear sexy ex-boyfriend um mm-hmm. which she described to me and i'll use her words because again like i said i'm terrible at describing the tropes uh, almost as bad as describing my cooking. Um, friends to lovers, fake fiance romance. That's what she described ah. it as. She said, um, and she's writing some comedy swan boat scene. So I don't know, wait for that one. I'm sure that'll be good. Um, and I'm doing that with Andy Arndt. So that's our sort of, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, one of my dream teams, I say. One of, I mean, I love working with lots of people, but that's a real particular bonus to be able to work with her. Um, and then me and Vanessa are doing something. Vanessa Edwin are doing something in a few weeks. We're recording it. Um, it will be, Lauren said, uh, it will be recorded in an interesting way. So yep. that's all, yep, that's yes, all I can be. say. It will be. <laughs> um, so get people guessing. And then, and of course, the Sinful Men series that she's redone um, yes. is coming out. And I, I do not play a uh, sexy hero. Um, so just FYI. No. No, no, yeah, you're the old dude. Um. I mean, old is. I mean, let's let's give it its dues. I mean, you know, um, I'd, <laughs> he's, I think he's he ranges a bit in fifties, isn't he? Is he 50s? Yeah, he said yeah. Well, he's a bit early, and then I think maybe sixties in the yep. later parts. Um, mm. So yeah, uh, and she said I do not sound like me at all. Um, nope. So I sound very different because. Uh, well, I'm Irish for one, Irish American, um, mm-hmm. and and older. But uh, I, I really enjoyed that. That was something nice and different. Um, but who's who's who are playing this? Who are the sexy heroes in that and heroines? I can't remember. Cause there's so many people. <laughs> well, we have in book one is uh, Joe Arden and Andy Arndt. Yeah. Yeah. Book two is um, Penny Hamilton and Emma Wilder. Mm-hmm. Um, book three is uh, Zachary Weber and Ava Harrison. Uh, uh-huh. No, sorry, Eric. Erickson. Erickson. I was going to say, yeah, oh, Ava Erickson. <laughs> the turn narrator. Yeah, I'm like, dang it. There are uh, a lot of okay. Avas in this. In yes, the there have world. been, yes. Yes, mm. so it's uh, Ava Erickson. And then book four, which is uh, originally the end, is um, Sebastian York and uh, Vanessa Irwin. Um, it's exciting. Vanessa, Vanessa our- Edwin. Sorry, I always say Irwin for some reason. Ah. <laughs> ah. <clears throat> so, yeah. <clears throat> it's good. I feel like this week I'm actually on the ball with this stuff <laughs> for once. There's been a slight reversal. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm normally scrabbling to find out, to try and figure out what the fuck I've been up to. Um, yeah. So anyway, and I don't have yes. my script in front of me with all these, with uh, the, all these, because I was working on that book series for it. I'm still doing the yes. audio proofs for it. So I'm going. Oh, thanks, Shane. Vanessa Edwin. Um, <laughs> yes. Vanessa she, Edwin um, and Sebastian York are being right here. So yeah, a and bunch I, of other narrators included too. So it's a, it's, it was a fun project. Yeah, yeah, it's a big a whole yeah. shebang. I'd describe it as, um, but it's good because Mike. I got to be my character is the same. I get to be that person through all the books, in and out. Um, my Liam Neeson is what I, I described him as. Um, yeah, that was my model for the voice because we would, when we were discussing it, she said he's Irish, but he's been there a long, a long time. So, you know, and so I, I remember did a couple of um, samples and did one, you know, more full Irish and then one where sort of, you know, Liam Neeson is, he sounds Irish ish. You know what I mean? He's kind yeah. of, he's got that, he's got, he's got an interesting way of speaking. So I just sort of had that in mind. And so that was my, reference for for it um and then i've got a couple more with lauren coming up in the summer but i'm not allowed to say anything about those no you're not (laughs) not at all my my lips are sealed good (laughs) so yeah i mean that kind of that (laughs) that wraps up (laughs) where i've been uh and where i a few things coming up um Mm -hmm. i think that's that's until about the end of this month and then we won't even go into may yet so we'll see yeah. Um, but hopefully a lot, because I looked up some of these and somehow aren't, I don't see them anywhere on um, Audible yet. So No, unfortunately, they're taking longer than usual yeah. to, um, to publish. I mean, even the one with um, Kim Lorraine that you did, um, Broken Sword, it's, uh-huh. I think it finally got to, um, what's, what are the different stages? I think it's already been approved, so it's on the retail stage. So mm. we're just waiting for it to populate. But yeah, so I don't know if these are on other platforms, some of these already, but uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, but there should be a bunch of stuff coming. Yeah, well, I will be <laughs> doing a lot of searching and making sure <laughs> that either I'm directing the, the the readers, listeners to the author's website to sign up for their newsletters to get the notification, or if I find them on a platform, I'll put it up there. Because um, I know that you have some of these books that are up on pre-order, but some of those are not. The authors have been doing a lot of... Um, newsletter specifically for audiobook releases yeah. so you don't have to sign up for the main or overall newsletter now sometimes for the authors there's only one specifically just for the audiobook info which is great for mm. those that just want the audiobook stuff so yeah well and yeah. also i've done i have done some other things here and there i'm not the one i was talking about with anna duran the one hot chance i'm not sure how she's uh, doing that? Because I have I have done some some small jobs for um, authors recently, and I think some of it's been more for their fan base rather than actually yeah. to you know put on Audible or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or they might sort of spin it together with something later, but they they kind of been doing some of that. So I don't know. I think the newsletter things are probably a good thing to be on board with. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll reach out to some of the authors and say, so where are you going to put this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, please do, because yeah, I cannot I keep track for the life No, of I me. got you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah you, do, you do the voice thing, I do the admin stuff, we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that works for me. I think that's it, because you, you do have two more books that Audible is saying, but they come out in May, which is uh, He Loves Me, He Loves Me Not. By Iris Moreland. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what Irish. I was Irish. Yeah. Um, that's with Victoria May. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Who I and met for the first time at the Audis. Yeah, she's sweet. I love her. Yeah, very yeah, very nice. Mm-hmm. And then what else? You have a uh, fight for me from from Queen Michaels, and that's with Andy Arndt, Sebastian York, and Shanice. Oh yeah, that's featuring cool. featuring Shanice. I like that. Yeah. It made me laugh. Yeah, so. <laughs> I think it felt like in the movies where you know someone's special appearances by exactly <laughs> you know they get because they're not in the whole thing that much so but they you know yeah. they get their own little and so and so so that was quite I was very thought that was nice especially to be with those couple of names as well I was like oh nice mm-hmm. um, yeah those are always fun but yeah I think that's that's a character I played in another one yeah I did for Corinne if only I knew I think it was called. 
Mm-hmm. On you. I, think I think that's so. right. Um, and then, yeah, so I, she wanted me to add that. Reprise in. it, yeah. Yeah, to add that into their stif- this different story. So, um, yeah, that was, that was fun too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm noticing a trend where the authors are, if the character from one book is going to be in another book and they're doing it in audio, that they've asked the narrator to come back specifically for that role. Mm. if they haven't done it so yeah this is kind of cool yeah i think uh mm-hmm. it's a bit more like i don't know whether it's tv shows or something once you get associated mm-hmm. with the one you know if you if your voice is quite recognizable and gets associated with something then mm-hmm. uh, yeah i have noticed that with some of the um some authors tying it in and stuff um mm-hmm. which yeah which is it's nice for us i like yeah feature me on all sorts it's great i think part of it too is the whole consistency from the listener's perspective like if i listen to an entire 12-hour book or a six-hour book and i had you in my earbuds the entire time and then i get the second book and it's somebody else i'm going that's not mm -mm." you know (laughs) you know and like certain like we say like certain people you know you know people listen out for i mean people know my voice they'll know joe they know zach jason or sebastian or those kind of people so I think that's the other thing, isn't it? Once uh, mm-hmm. people, your voice gets quite recognized, then it is nice to keep that consistency. People yeah. can do it and throw it in. Um, and nowadays we do it all the time. Like duet has, like, I've never done so many duets in my life. Or ones yeah. where I've, you know, like with that one fight for me, I was, um, Andy sent me the audio that they'd done already, her and Sebastian. And then I was kind of, I listened in and then did my stuff. Um, so you can do all, you can do all sorts of things. You don't have to all be on the line together and everything, um, to make it work. So I think that's the other thing. Technology works well. Yeah. It's been, been great. I know a lot of people are going more into the duets just to kind of, again, part of consistency, getting the two, the, uh, yeah. you know, the narrators together. It's, I like it. I think I, that's one of my favorite styles if I had to choose. You yeah. Know? So it's, yeah. I like yeah. duets. I like duet if I have um i've done a few recently if i don't if i don't have any pov i'm it's not my favorite i have to be honest because it's harder to get into the characters and to understand them when i'm only kind of and it's only happened on a couple of books which i didn't really realize until i uh, i said yes and i didn't really know to be honest because do you like i say it's kind of been expanding and my experience of it has been either someone's on the line with me while i'm at home uh, or like with Lauren where she's got us all together in the room and stuff, which is like the best. But, um, but yeah, so I was just like, yeah, okay, I'll, I, I have time. I can do that duet and then realized I didn't really have any POV. And I was just sort of doing the male voices, um, mm-hmm. which worked, but at the same time, yeah, it was, that's, I'd say that wasn't my favorite. That's not my yeah. favorite style. Um, because I realized then I was like, oh, I really enjoy getting into the character you know, under the narrative gives me so much insight into mm-hmm. who they are and how their mind works and everything. So, um, so anyway, so that's just my two cents on that. But um, <laughs> one of those was a series, and then the second book, you start to explore his POV and stuff. So it works in that respect. But just you know, talking about my artistic self here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I like duets. Uh, generally, I do, and it's. Uh, I actually like doing both, I have to say. I like dual as well. Because um, I used to not like dual as much at one point because I was always a bit, doing American female voices, was I was always concerned. I never wanted to sound, I think I've said that before on podcasts, mm-hmm. Didn't never wanted to sound, make it sound uh, just, just stupid or just not believable or whiny or, you know what I mean, like a guy doing a girl voice. And I found the American accent a little tricky as a, as a female character, those two together. But... Um, now it seems to, I think I've just done it so much that it seems to just pop into place uh, or feels natural to me. So now I kind of really like doing the dual stuff as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's practice, you know. The more you do yeah. it, the more you get used to it and the more it just falls off the tongue, you know. So. Yeah, you find a place, because I've coached some people and I was like, you know, it's just about, for girls and guys, I think, just finding a, a place or a comfort level and, you know, like with anything, yeah, it becomes more, natural um and i think i used to worry too much about trying to sound like the female american Mm -hmm. i was like i can't really do that you know (laughs) like i'm not going to sound like andy you're never going to mistake me but as long as i'm sort of 
you know, in the realm, Close. you know what yeah, I mean? The exactly. accent's kind of okay. It's good. And, uh, you know, the voice is pitched, you know, a certain way. Because I will pitch differently for someone like Emma Wilder than someone yeah. like Andy. Because they have a different, like, Emma's got more of a smoky voice and Andy is a bit more, I don't know, it's a bit cleaner maybe sounding, which makes it sound like Emma's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> well. She's got a chill tweet about that. She's like, how dare you make me sound like I'm dirty? I don't mean that. Well, because I described no. her voice as husky once. And husky. She was like, what? Yeah. She's like, what are you? And she jokingly yeah. said, <laughs> you're trying to say I'm fat. And I was like, no, I'm yeah. husky to us Brits means like that sexy graveliness. Oh. Yeah. But that's to me too. When I hear, oh, when I hear husky, I think, yeah. When I hear husky, I think the, the whole like the deeper, more raspier oh, range of a woman, um, you know, and then maybe with Andy more, not juvenile, but more. Like there's like a sweetness and a yeah there's like yes. a girl just, next door kind of thing yeah to her. so that's definitely so it always helps but uh but yeah but saying that i think i took that pressure off myself a long long while ago i was like okay mm-hmm. i'm not i've got my female voice and i'll adjust it american yeah. female depending uh and then you know <laughs> play the story like that's always the main thing yeah you so yeah just do it in your normal voice and you probably wouldn't care because um, <laughs> you're just talking. <laughs> I guess so, but because I, I always come, I came from a background though of doing a lot of voices, so I think mm-hmm. that was why with romance, then I was like, oh, I have to, you know, sort of really make sure. And when I first started, you know, it was much more. I wasn't in romance for one, but also we just it was just very much my sing, single narrator. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't, uh, I didn't have to think about someone else's voice or what they were doing. And it was as, you know, I did some in the other genres. And then, you know, when you got into romance, it's like it's pretty much all. You're always going to be working with somebody. Um, I don't think I've ever done a romance book where it's just me. Mm, have I? can't remember. Someone will tweet that and they'll tell me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe in historical romance. I think historical romance, I've done some. Where it was yeah, just I think the male. Yeah, that was yeah, it was wild. We, we uh yeah. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, so um but I think so that's what I mean. I came from that background where I used to, I was very trying to make all of the voices very different and then was coming from sort of a lot of sort of fantasy or YA and all sort of stuff like that. So it's a bit of a different thing, but so I let some of that go for romance for that. No, mm-hmm. don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you all get to do stuff like when you do it for Lily Archer, like when you do the face series that you and I yeah. talked about before. You got all those different voices coming into play. Yeah, which so, I do. Yeah. Those are fun. Well, it's time for that favorite thing I do with you as far as the uh, this or that. If you're uh, For those that are new to listeners, this is where listeners and followers and, and Shane's fans can submit their questions as to whether it's a this or that. And we get to ask it and he gets to try to fit, you know, answer it with just one word. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, not saying anything. No, you're fine. No, it's just one of those where I like the the answers, I guess, because I like having those longer conversations where the this or that Mm -hmm. isn't technically supposed to be. But let's see how we do if you're ready. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where we go this week. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a fun one. Um, and of course, you know, people are submitting questions and um, there's some that I'm not going to ask because, you know, none of my business. Um, mm. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, no, hey, I, I, we, we say they can submit it. We also say that doesn't mean that we're going to ask it. Um, so, yep. exactly. Or I don't see these. Ask. So it's like, this is all up to Viviana, by the way. So Yes, no. yes, yes. So don't. Well, I figured this way, you know. I have the filter and, it's, uh, and I will say that if I ever have a question where I'm going, hmm, I wonder, I'll definitely go through it. Mm-hmm. First. But at the same time, sometimes getting your reaction alone to the question is worth it. I mean, I'll edit it out if you don't ever want to answer it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, just a reaction. It's like, yeah, you know. Yeah, you can always, you can always try. I don't, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I can't imagine anyone's Don't truly go there. No, no, no. Let's horrific. not go there. They will try. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, yeah, I'll leave you to, to censor. Yeah. And well, you can well, I'll give you an example. Think. I'll include one today at the, you know, I'll have it be the last one where uh-huh. it's one of those and you'll, you'll decide if you want to answer it or not. So, okay. Perfect. I shall. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Money or love? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, I mean, love, obviously, but who wants to be poor <laughs> and in love? I guess that makes me sound really bad, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> I haven't said anything about having to be poor either. So it's just you know, oh, you're have oh, money. Are you yeah, say I you guess have... oh, I, I took that very binary, in a very binary yeah. fashion, didn't I? I was like, oh, you can have no money and have love or have money and have love. So, yeah, well, love in that respect, obviously. Okay. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to have to live on the streets. That's the only thing. Yeah, At the same time, that's <laughs> that true. would be not preferable. No. I agree. It, that could be a you know a strain on the relationship. <laughs> I, I exactly you know you know money. I'm not I'm particularly materialistic, but you know there's a level, isn't there? Scientifically, there's a level of you know money that just makes life a lot easier, which would makes <laughs> love relationships and all that a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, but love in all its forms, whether that's family, friendship, all sorts, cool. lovers, romance. Mm-hmm. Um, bowling or putt-putt? Please don't call it putt-putt. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they submitted it. So I was going putt-putt and going, what? Um, hmm. It's crazy no. golf, isn't it? Yeah. So what is it that's supposed to be? What's the actual official name of it? Well, we call it crazy golf, which is putt-putt. Is, I only know this because a friend called it that recently. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? But uh, yeah, we call it crazy golf where you have, you go around the little thing and it's got, you know, you have to, it's like golf, but it's on a very small, mini, it's golf. Like, it's a, mini golf. Yeah. We call it crazy golf. Cause it's normally on some, there's some stupid things you have to go under yeah, and over and stuff. And, mouth and all that fun stuff. Yeah. yeah and it's, you know, it's family orientated. Um, mm-hmm. So what was the question? Cause I got sidetracked. So <laughs> shocker. Okay. So um, bowling or mini golf? Like 10 pin bowling. Well, I think they mean like American bowling, like with the American bowling. Yeah, with the yeah, ten pin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. bowling in England on the green is what I grew up with. With my my granddad used to play it, um, mm. which is which is really like old people play that. So when you say bowling, I always think of that. Um, but I know I live in America, so I should understand. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would say ten pin bowling over uh, crazy golf. Okay. Uh, yeah, because then it's fine, you know. We can. Mm-hmm. I like crazy golf with nephews because we did it. Whenever I go back, we will go and do a bit of crazy golf. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but me as in general, I do bowling. Yeah, bowling's fun. Yeah, I like. You- yeah, and then you get to drink. You know, you get to go with your mates. You know, it's like you know, it's a bit of a fun sort of thing. I didn't do it very much in England. It was much more of a thing you saw on TV for Americans. Although we did have some. Mm-hmm. Just it wasn't such a big thing for us, I think. Yeah. I grew up um, at the pool hall and um, so playing pool, uh, billiards, mm. and also at the, uh, you know, playing um, bowling. Um, though the mini golf, I have yet to do it. But I've had friends that have had fun and make it more adultish. Um, but that's for like later. Uh, what mini golf? Yeah. strip mini golf? What are you talking about? I think about? that was one version that they told me about. Um, and then there was also the whole like, if you miss it or not, you take a shot. Take a shot. Yeah. I, felt, yeah. I was just, that was where my mind went first with the shots. Yeah. But then you made it sound so cryptic. I was like, it sounds like a naked golf. That's where my mind uh, goes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Filth. Filth. Yep. 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 Yeah, but the, the, the same, same thing with the bowling. It's always fun too. We used to get kind of interesting names on the boards, so those were always mm. fun too. So, mm-hmm. well, yeah. And the last time I played it was actually right before we got locked away for this pandemic, uh, and I was pretty good. And so that's also why I was like, oh, uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know why. Sometimes I can play and be horrendous, and then other times I just seem to be right zone. Yeah, and it, and I. So I actually did well. So was, you know, that's another bonus. Okay, that's enough on that one. Okay, <laughs> I've never stopped talking. Um, red marinara sauce or Fredo sauce? Uh, marinara, I think. Okay. Yeah, because I j- I cook a lot with tomatoes. Going back to the cooking theme, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, you like the chunky sauces more or the more thinner sauces? Um. I don't mind. I tend to add sauces in like as an extra. Like I don't like make up. Yeah, I don't make it all gloppy, mm-hmm. gloopy, whatever you want to say. Um, but yeah, a little bit. But uh, I like a marinara sauce. But like you could throw a bit of cream in there to make it creamy because I do yeah. like that. Or cheese on top. 
rather yeah. than an Alfredo. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Got it. Okay. Um, <laughs> he's trying not to say more. Uh, I am. I know. When I just, when I just go, mm, yeah, that means I'm trying to keep yep. the mouth mm. um, Angel hair, yeah. Angel hair noodles or regular spaghetti noodles? Uh, is angel hair the really thin ones? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, no regular, regular, regular ones. Ice and gluten free ones I really like because mm-hmm. they don't make you feel as heavy. Huh? Uh, yeah. Well, for me, even if you know I can eat bread and stuff, um, but yeah, I find it makes you doesn't feel as heavy when you eat it. Oh. Um, that's a tip to the <laughs> Rachel Ray. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're. <laughs> What's the last one? Yeah, what's okay. this? This is the one that you don't have to answer if you don't want to, but I'm going to ask it just so you get an okay. idea of what I have to deal with. Um, mm-hmm. As they text me, IM me, DM me um, when they learn that I'm going to chat with you. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm going to say it. <laughs> the what? suspense is dreadful. No, you're okay. Ready? On. Okay. Lights on or off? <laughs> God's sake. Um, uh, no, I get that. I get that. Um, soft light. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking about what we think we're talking about, like no one's, mm-hmm. I mean, you don't want an office light above your head, do you? No. You know what I mean? Not. Yeah. <laughs> some absolutely stark LED yeah. lighting. It's just like, yeah, some, a nice lamp, something. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course. Candles. Off, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's that too. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, the female touch to the whole thing. You know, what you want to light like little candles all around the place. I have battery operated candles. I use a remote. Click, click, click. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> okay. So you're always ready. That's yeah, good. Good. No. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> Let me just What's touch it? this remote and boom. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I have cats too, so that's always fun when you're trying to have a, a, a live, you know, fi- you know, candle with the wick and the snow. That could be a, a hazard. So I've True. oh learned, yeah 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 yeah. In yeah. <laughs> the rooms where the cats are not in, by. yeah, the rooms that the cats are not in, I have actual, you know, candles and stuff. I like yeah. the lighting that it gives. So yeah, yeah, I like I'm yeah, I like soft lighting. My mom said that once when she came to visit. She was like, "Well, you know, you know what he's like." to my dad she was like he likes to sit in the dark <laughs> it's like what are you talking about and then because compared to them mm-hmm. like they have like a lot stronger i like a lot of little lamps yeah you know like in, in the evening and i have a fireplace so i really like i like put that on especially at the minute because the weather went tits up again and it's all like winter here i don't know mm-hmm. what's going on um so yeah that little fireplace and lots of lamps i can't bear like strong overhead lighting yeah um you know, just to, to relax in or to sit down in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So that's uh, lights on, but make it soft lighting. Soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Which goes without saying, really, doesn't it? I think it depends on some people. Well, I mean, if yeah, maybe if you like outdoors, then you might like a that's very true, bright yeah. light. Yeah. Also depends <laughs> on what's going on. I mean, I know that sometimes you have to have some lighting in order to know how to do something. <laughs> Because you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. But no, yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> I'm under the bed. Where, where do you think I am? Yeah, I know. Yeah, no. I'm hanging from the ceiling, like you asked me to. Oh shit! All right, let me let me climb up the wall. Too dark. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> I hope someone writes the comedy scene like that in for me that would be fun yeah that'd be interesting uh-huh. yeah <laughs> mm. <laughs> so yeah so, oh dear yeah yeah so that's uh, i don't mind those questions that was that was quite that was a lot tamer than i thought i thought it was going to be something quite yeah. uh, outrageous well, was, but not at all i thought you were going to bust out with well you know what i'm reading i like to have the lights on like you're going to try to like get away from the obvious aspect oh. for it you know i mean i'm i mean i think we've passed that stage yeah you and i it's a a romance podcast yeah (laughs) i I mean me me trying to be coy is a bit yeah (laughs) it'd be a bit of a hard sell at this yeah 
or just you know for shits and giggles I was like I wonder if I want to go like no it's not the one where you like when you're in the booth it's like you know the room <laughs> or wherever <laughs> um, no. <laughs> I'm literal I know what you meant whoever sent that Good. in I've yeah. got your number yeah <laughs> yeah they're gonna have a fun time with this one um but yeah so that's good okay so we'll play that in the sense of um you know people submit we try to i you know I, i'm very much respectful as far as you know privacy and you know but uh like i said we'll do it like if we're game we'll i'll ask and then if you want to answer or not we'll go from there yeah so, absolutely awesome. absolutely mm-hmm. well is there anything else that you want to share with us before we go no, I think I've taken up far too much of anyone's time um, if they're still listening <laughs> to me. <laughs> they, must be, they, they must be done. Um, yeah, and I have to actually go yeah. record a bunch of stuff now, so mm-hmm. I have to hop off anyway. But uh, it's a pleasure, as always. Thank um, you. But yeah, I just hope everyone's keeping well and um, I hope they enjoy what we have to try and keep them entertained at the minute. Perfect. That's it really from me. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Audiobook Loving Podcast. Make sure to follow us on our social media platforms. Subscribe to the Viviana Enchantress of Books newsletter. And don't forget to submit your this or that questions. Happy listening. Thank you for joining us on the Audiobook Loving Podcast, hosted by Viviana Enchantress of Books. For links and more info about today's episode or the Audiobook Loving series, visit VivianaEnchantressOfBooks.com. Please consider leaving a review wherever you listen to the podcast if you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, happy listening.